For those of you who caught last week's sermon, you know we discussed the rains of creation and how at times it can rain a whole bunch. And we especially focused on the reign of God and doing God's justice. I have learned that when dealing with justice and doing what's right, it is always good to take the compensatory look at our own propensity for doing wrong, such that our quest for righteousness doesn't inadvertently become self-righteousness. The rain here in Minnesota has caused everything to be growing and turn green, including the weeds. In fact, at times, it seems it's just weeds, weeds, and more weeds. I've already mowed twice, and it's mostly been weeds. And it was raining just earlier today, and it's supposed to rain again in another hour or so. Today's theme, as it applies to our spiritual lives, has to do with sin. Dealing with sin, as I've discovered, takes an entire lifetime. You've seen those signs in front of churches that display helpful one-line messages. One such church put out this announcement. Tired of sinning? Come inside. A few days later, someone scrawled below that message. If not, call 555-9267. The point is, sin always lies close at hand, and it is something we struggle with all our lives. For Paul put it this way in verses 18 and 19 of our Romans text, which Michael read for us. For I know that nothing good dwells within me, that is, in my flesh. I can will what is right, but I cannot do it. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I do. You may not be dealing with any particular sin in your life right now, but if you are honest, there are times in dealing with your spiritual self when you wonder, what's with all the weeds? We have lots of perennial plants and flowering bushes around our cabin, and it appears they are going to be blossoming soon. But the weeds around them have been flourishing too. Weeds siphon off nutrients and water that are needed for flowering plants and fruit-bearing bushes and trees. And for those of you who were listening last week, you may recall that I said our life and faith is connected to all life. Weeds are strong survivors, and no matter what we do to try to get rid of them, they usually have a way of coming back. Oh, and one other thing about weeds. When you look at the world through the eyes of a child, you know that kids often mistake weeds for good plants and flowers. We're blessed to have our two-year-old grandson, Elias, with us. And as we were walking just a few days ago, he reached down and plucked some pretty yellow dandelions. And lello is his favorite color. He doesn't understand what happens with a dandelion in very short order and how it turns to more and more seeds of weeds. But weeds, no matter how seemingly pretty, never bear fruit or flowers that last. A man walked from New York City to San Francisco and he was asked what his biggest hurdle or struggle was. And he said that the toughest part of the trip wasn't traversing the steep slopes of the mountains or crossing hot, barren stretches of desert. He said, the thing that came the closest to defeating me 
was the sand in my shoes. It is not usually what we think of as the big sins that defeat us. Most Christians fall to sins that they do not think are very big. Little weeds don't seem like much of a threat to our plants and flowers, but give them time and they can take over. So what's with all the weeds? There are many definitions for sin. The one which has been most helpful to me is this. Sin is the denial of relationality. Sin is anything that breaks a relationship, anything that alienates or separates. And who among us has not made wrong decisions, bad choices, said things we've regretted? And further still, I know in my own life, I have done things unintentionally and unknowingly that have caused a breakdown in relationality. In verse 15, Paul says, I do not understand my own actions, but the accurate rendering of the original Greek is really this. I do not know what I am bringing about. How true and how confusing that can be. Now I need to make it clear. I do not believe tragedy and misfortune are the result of sin. But I am convinced there is always a loss or a cost when we break relationality. And we are talking about more than sins of the flesh. Things like putting others in the wrong, controlling, manipulating, backbiting, gossiping, lying, pride, and self-righteousness can be even more destructive than sins of the flesh. Yet, yet it is human nature to want to focus on others and the sins of others to pass on the responsibility for something and pass it off onto them. Sin is like quicksand. The more energy spent trying to get out of one's own, the deeper one sinks. Friends, when it comes to our spiritual weeds, we need someone to help us. And fortunately, sin is not the final word. To return to our text from Paul again, for I delight in the law of God in my inmost self. But I see in my members another law at war with the law of my mind, making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched person that I am, who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thanks be to God through Christ who restores relationality with God, with others, and even with ourselves. In closing, a few lines of doggerel I penned. I mess up and sin with hardly a grin and then turn around and do it again. I feel much chagrin and turn myself in to the Lord who is both above and within. God says I'm okay. Just follow Christ's way. Let it go now. It's time to begin. So, what's with all the weeds? Because Lord knows we have plenty, and weeds will always be around. But weeds are never the final word, and neither is sin. Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who indeed frees us from sin, and restores 
relationality. Amen.